Here on Stay at Home Nerd, we talk about everything from anime to video games to comic books and just about anything else you could think of that's nerdy. So sit back, grab your controllers, and fill out those character sheets because it's about to get nerdy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Stay at Home Nerd. I'm Pat Van Kooten. I am Daniel Stark. And we're going to be switching up uh, uh, subjects here a little bit. We're going to be talking about uh, a super nerdy subject, uh, good old Magic the Gathering. Fuck yeah, dude. And uh, I figured we could start, um, for those of you who don't know and do know, uh, this thing we call the color pie, because there are five different colors in Magic the Gathering. And I figured we could maybe kind of talk about our pros and cons of each of the colors and what we like and what we don't like about them. That'd be a little little interesting, but uh, let's start off with blue because I know of Curly. Course. I know Curly loves blue, so uh, Curly, why don't you just kick us off? Pros and cons of the color blue in Magic. Uh, sure. So blue blue embodies uh, knowledge, intelligence, um, swiftness. Well, not swiftness, but like uh, think fast mm-hmm. thinking. Uh, it, it's all about mind, and and the way blue manifests in, in Magic is that the majority of like blue's game plan is it wants to counter spells wants to stop things from happening um to counteract stuff it wants to undo actions um etc things like that uh the majority of blue strength is in those is in those things it got counter magic to stop other opponents spells from from happening um mm-hmm. undoing things like returning their creatures to their hand and undoing what they did slowing um, the game state down yeah, that way. yeah. uh even mm-hmm. old cards like uh power nine cards like time twister where you everyone throws away their hands shuffles their great their their deck back together and then draws a new hand mm-hmm. uh kind of like resets everything it, blue's very in that realm now blue that's that's where blue is strong and blue is weak because it um or blue is weak when it comes to things like it can't destroy or exile creatures um, for the most part, it, it can't just do away with things. It doesn't have that kind of power. It, once something happens, blue tends to have trouble un, undoing that. Yeah, it's better at stopping it from happening in, in the, the first moment. place. Yes, it has, it's dealing... better at stopping things. I'm trying to speak very layman's terms. Yeah, yeah, than dealing with yeah, it blue, afterwards. That's what blue's power is. It, it, it likes to draw cards. That's the knowledge as, aspect. Because you, mm-hmm. your library is like your uh, your brain, your, your pool of knowledge. And as you draw cards, you're you're pulling, you're using that knowledge, you're gaining access to that knowledge, and that's why you draw lots of cards in blue. Huh, I've actually um, never really looked at it that way. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a, that's a good colors, analogy for it. All the colors and all the things in Magic have like real application when you think about it that way. Mm-hmm. So it, like blue, that's blue's thing. It wants to draw cards. It wants to stop things from happening. It wants to undo things if it can. Um, it can, like I said, it it can undo things. Like it can stop if, if some things get through and blue needs to respond. It can sometimes bounce things. Uh, like take you know to return that creature to your hand or um you know maybe tap down all your creatures so they can't attack this turn Mm -hmm. like it can kind of play games that way but it doesn't have any real like get rid of everything and just like blow up all your creatures so they die or like you know yeah it it also blue tends to really lack in like terms of speed as well it technically can fastest color correct no yeah blue blue is not meant it's only fast and it's it's thinking Mm-hmm. it's fast thinking but it's not fast acting um mm-hmm. uh, that'll be a couple other colors we'll talk about um yeah blue i mean that's my color of choice when it comes to magic uh i like playing blue blue whites the combination of colors that i play most of the time um do you have a favorite blue card <clears throat> brainstorm really yep yeah any particular reason why uh it's ancestral recall but requires more strategy and thought uh-huh well i mean ancestral recall is just 
strictly better, obviously. Well, strictly but better in most situations, yeah. but it, it's not my favorite because it doesn't require any type of thought. You just is there, any, is there ever a situation you would prefer brainstorm over Inception Recall? Yes. Like if you have maybe like a couple cards in your hand that you don't want in your hand? Terminus. Oh, yeah. That's I need, true. Brainstorm, brainstorm's broken more than Ancestral Recall in that sense because there are cards that... All right, let me explain. Ancestral Recall is, an, is a card that can be cast at any time at instant speed on your opponent's turn or your own turn for one blue mana, mm-hmm. which is very cheap, to draw three cards. That's it. Broken. That's what it does. <laughs> it is, but it's very much yeah. overpowered. Mm-hmm. It is it's considered a broken card. It is banned in almost every format except the vintage format, which is where they have the fewest bannings. But anyway, Brainstorm is the same card except you draw three, but then you have to put two cards back from your hand. So you draw three, and then you have to put two cards on top of your library. Uh, there are cards, In any order. Yes, in any order. There are cards in the game that uh, have special functions when they are on top of your library, and then you draw them. Uh, there's a, an ability called Miracle, where if it's the first card you've drawn this turn, before you put it in your hand, you can reveal it and cast it for an alternative cost, usually very, very a cheap. A very cheap cost. <clears throat> yes, like I can, I can use Terminus, which is normally two white and four, so it's six mana. It requires six lands, which would in most cases take six lands, or six turns. To, to mm-hmm. get to, uh, I can cast it at that time, no matter when I do it, whenever I draw it, if it's the first card, I can reveal it, trigger Miracle. If that trigger resolves, I can then cast it for one white instead. And yeah, it puts all creatures. Six. <laughs> yes, it wipes the whole board. It puts all creatures on the bottom of their owner's decks. Um, so, that yes, that's the kind of reason why I like Brainstorm more than Ancestral Recall, because obviously Ancestral Recall is more powerful in a literal sense. Mm-hmm. But then there are ways where Brainstorm is the better card. And sure. it also requires a bit more thinking and strategy. It's not just draw three cards. It's you have to draw three, and then you have to decide what two cards in your hand you can you either need to put back or, can, you know, which ones can you put back. I might not need this card, so I'll put that back. I might not mm-hmm. need this card, or maybe I'll need this card, or this one has Miracle, so I can put it on top and then set it up to draw next turn and catch my opponent off guard. Um, sure. So, yeah, Brainstorm all the way. Um, a close second would be Jason the Mind Sculptor. Everybody loves Sculptor. Yeah, he's the best Planeswalker ever printed. So. <laughs> Me personally, my favorite blue card is actually Traumatize. That's the one where you name the you, card? No, you mill half your library. I've always loved, like, when I first got into Magic, my first real, like, I threw together random, like, decks with stuff, like, stuff that I had no idea what I was doing with. Everybody and, does. Uh, um, but the first, like, real, like, competitive-ish deck that I had was a mono blue mill deck. Sure. Why and not? it ran traumatized. And I just think that for five mana, you literally axe half of your opponent's sure. cards. Let's uh, let me interrupt you quick <laughs> to explain to the, anyone out there. Who, I'm gonna I want to explain two things. One, if we we might continue to speak on this topic as and assume that you whoever is listening knows the topic. Um, so just keep that in mind. Uh, this this episode, I'm gonna try and explain things, and so is Pat as we go, but. Uh, just keep that in mind that we are kind of assuming that the people listening are somewhat familiar with magic. Yeah. Um, we will try and, and explain things as though in case anyone out there isn't, but we might forget or might not. But the thing I want to explain on what you're saying is that when in magic, the typical deck size is 60 um, in, in a normal game of magic. <clears throat> and when you attempt to draw a card from your library and there are none left, you actually lose the game. Mm-hmm. So milling... Uh, it's called that because of the original card millstone, which is where you would put a card from the top of your library into the into your graveyard. Um, is when you make the opponent or yourself put cards from your deck directly into your graveyard, your discard pile. So when you mill the opponent, you're trying to win the game by taking, forcing them, forcing to their, all their cards. You're, you're stripping yeah. their whole deck into the graveyard so that when they go to draw, they have no cards left and they lose automatically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to lose by 
uh, going to zero life, which yeah. would normally be starting at 20. That's but... always been my favorite mechanic. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I've always I mean, just enjoyed it's it. It's always been considered kind of like not as good as every other strategy, but... Yeah, it, it's not good, but it's not terrible. It's no, never I mean, been you like could, amazing. You could, I've won games. I used to play Blue Black Mill. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean... That's uh, blue. Blue is that's something I didn't think about with blue. Blue is a lot of mill cards uh, as well. Yeah. Stripping your opponent's knowledge away from them mm-hmm. is, the, is another mechanic that blue tends to sculpting their know, mind. If sculpting you want. their mind. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> a card called Mind Sculpt, which is a blue and one sorcery, and target opponent puts the top seven cards of their library into their graveyard. Actually, it might say target player. Because I think it's target player. It could be. So you could target yourself. I don't know why you would. In most cases, you wouldn't. But yeah, some decks you do. You could. Yeah, I mean, there's reason. There are decks that want to put their own cards in their own graveyards, and you know that's a different yeah, color. So, oh no, blue is blue is very. It's very. What's the word I'm trying to think of? Or it's just very. It's it's very. It's like a jack of all trades kind of color. It can be. It's the hardest it color to be. play. It's definitely the hardest color yeah. to play because there's always so many lines and so mm-hmm. many things you need to think you, about. Blue does a lot of things that aren't advancing the game state. Like you're, you, you'll take a turn to just draw a bunch of cards, and that's great for you because normally you only draw one a turn. So you get ahead of your opponent by having more more cards in hand, more knowledge to use. Mm-hmm. But you haven't actually impacted the game at all by doing that. You you took a turn where your opponent played a creature, and you instead drew cards. Well, now that creature's on the field. You drew a bunch of cards, but that creature is going to be ready to attack you next turn. And you need mm-hmm. to solve that. So blue blue tends to sometimes uh, make us as players do things like Get ahead cast, of like draw mm-hmm. spells and, and all this stuff. And it's great, but you're not really advancing the game. Like cards like Brainstorm, as powerful as they are, isn't advancing the game. Mm-hmm. It's just putting you in a better position than your opponent sometimes. Yeah, for the long run. Blue is also very much about the long run. Yes, yeah, blue, majority of blue, there are ways to play blue that are not this, but 99% of the ways to play blue are you're playing the long game or, and this only really happens with a mix of certain other colors like red or white, for the most part, you're, you can also play a tempo game, which is kind of where you're always just keeping your opponent one step behind you. Mm-hmm. So you're not really, you're not trying to draw like 20 cards and, and lock the game in in your favor by doing that. You're, you're constantly like, okay, they played a creature, I'm going to bounce it. Keep them on the back foot, whereas mm-hmm. you're the one make. You're forcing them to respond to you, and they they can't quite settle down and get comfortable. You're you're constantly interrupting. You're constantly just keeping them one step behind you. Um, and then blue, and then the other way to normally play blue is control, which is where you're playing the long game. Um, you know, your your opponent. You might be letting your opponent play three creatures, and they're beating your face in. But then you've got that card in your hand that destroys all creatures, mm-hmm. and that puts you ahead card advantage wise. That was another one. Of my second favorite blue card is evacuation. Yeah, it returns all just returns all creatures on the field to their owners. Yes, yeah, that's it the just, closest just that blue gets to a, a wipe. Uh, it just puts mm-hmm. everything back. It undoes. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't destroy or exile yeah, or permanently just, remove anything. Just it just puts just, them away. Yes, <laughs> and that's a, that's kind of like a tempo play, but it's a tempo play that would be played in like a control type deck. Oh yeah, it's yeah. it's such a great play. It wants Let's to play a long game. Uh, yeah. Your opponent just spent like a whole big turn. Yeah, played a whole yep. bunch of creatures. Yep. And, and you're going to undo turn, it. You're just like, okay, put them all back in yep. your hand. And they basically just wasted their turn. Mm-hmm. That's what we call time walking in reference to the blue card. Uh, that's blue and one, so two mana sorcery to just take an extra turn. It's kind of like we call it time walking your opponent. You basically just wasted their turn. Mm-hmm. Um, you waste, kind of wasted yours as well. You just kind of paused that those turns almost like they never happened. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it just kind of gives you more time to oh, really, play your one land per turn, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely awesome. Oh, all right. Well, um, I love blue. Let's. Uh, uh, what would you consider the opposite of blue? Red. Blue, if you so, had to pick an opposite to blue, well, and the there's no opposite. There's just enemies no opposite, and allies. But yeah, yeah. So, 
I think the most like blue. other side of the spectrum from blue would be red. Uh, blue, red is blue's enemy color, um, mm-hmm. and uh, so is um, green. Green, green, yes. and red are blue's enemy colors. Mm-hmm. Um, white and black are blue's allied colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, red, red and green are enemy colors, and they're the layman's explanation for that is they are basically the farthest things from each other. They don't they don't get along quite well with no, they what really they want to do. Yeah, I want uh, let's talk about red and because uh, sure, actually yeah, red. red red's one of my all time favorite colors. It yep. was probably the first color I even really uh, uh, delved into. But so red in magic is all about you know it's it's about like chaos and it's about uh, dealing fast direct damage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's about acting swiftly and you know playing a whole bunch of. Uh, little things, very fast things, very quickly. It's just all about like getting everything out of the field as fast as you can and just murdering your opponent really fast. Yep. Uh, very little order structure in most cases from mm-hmm. the way the red's designed. Um, they, uh, I think a great way to kind of... Sh- red, red, red doesn't even almost care, like the color itself doesn't almost even care about whether it's doing right or wrong, winning mm-hmm. or losing, good or bad. It just does... That's why it just causes disorder. It's the Shiogorath of magic. Yeah, Uh, it's just a chaotic color. Yeah, and it's it's one goal is just hit hit face fast to just just deal damage, destroy and massacre. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think it's like it's it's so opposite to blue. Sure. It's, it's it's well because red red alone is a very popular strategy of playing mm-hmm. just only red mono mono red um, because it's such a streamlined. Just I'm just gonna play these spells that deal there's damage. All, yeah, to there's you. always a mono red deck out there that oh, can yeah. do well. I mean, in mono any red format. burn is in mm-hmm. every format except vintage, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, legacy has a mono red burn deck. It's just gonna play creatures that hit you very quickly. And it's going to play spells that just deal direct damage to you, which um, is a, a great strength that red has. But on the other on the other side of it, one of the biggest flaws to red is it's very it's not very good at drawing cards. It's not yeah. very good at keeping cards in, in your hand. So let's say you know you do you you're doing your same strategy. You're dumping all of your your cards out of the field really fast, trying to do a whole bunch of damage. Let's say that somehow they manage to your opponent manages to survive the first few turns. And then kind of get a board state, and then you're just out of cards to do, and they stabilize. Then oh yeah, you're, they then board, you're just yeah. your script. For example, against the blue deck, where they 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 may be playing some type of uh, white or black colors in their deck as well, where mm-hmm. they can destroy all of your creatures or exile them or um, start gaining life so you to counteract kind of, yeah, the damage yeah, you're doing. Playing playing the right aggressive strategy like that is kind of you're kind of just gambling. You're just assuming like I'm going to try and kill you before you have even enough yeah, it's lands very, in play it's very to cast sword. any type of like. Yeah, interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, red, red. That's where red shines is its, its aggressiveness. Of course, its flaws. Like he said, you kind of the craziness and the disorder of red kind of puts in a position where half the time it completely just falls on its head, and the other half it completely kills you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could do really well or do really bad. Also, it can't interact with enchantments almost at all, uh, which is problematic. Um, yeah, no, Smash to Smithereens is only artifacts. Artifacts, right? yeah, red, yeah, red, artifacts. Really red, good at dealing with artifacts. Red and black tend to not be able to interact with <coughs> enchant- enchantments whatsoever, for the most part. There are some exceptions. Like older Magic's been around for so long that the olden days of Magic, they didn't have as much of a clear cut like this color does this but doesn't this, and mm. does that but not this. Like, so there are some exceptions, especially uh, with the set Planar Chaos, where all the colors got flipped around. And you have black cards that are supposed to be a white card, but they're not. And they're mm-hmm. you have blue cards that are destroying things, like Pongify, mm-hmm. which isn't supposed to be able to do that. But yeah, know. blue card that has the word destroy on it yeah, is like, very unheard but of. Because that's what happened was the playing. Uh, that was the whole like lore with that with that story. But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, red, red. 
that's I mean red's strong point is its aggressiveness. I'm mm -hmm. you're pretty much always using red in an aggressive way. Um, there's very few exceptions. Um, but do you have a favorite red card? I do. Lightning bolt. That's fine too. One red instant deal <laughs> three damage. One red deal three yep. damage. It's it's just that that card is the perfect embodiment of red. It's yeah, just, just it's a simple, such a small amount just of mana, just three for damage, a good amount anything. of damage yep. to whatever you want to damage. Yes, yep. it is just it is the perfect embodiment, and actually, it's like the only one in a little sidebar, real quick. There, in each color, <clears throat> he actually mentioned um, ancestral recall was the one blue mana. All the colors have that like one mana. That does like three oh, yeah. of something. There's, it's an original cycle. Of... <clears throat> the so... black one is the only one that doesn't make sense to me because so the blue one you draw three cards. That's what blue is about. Yeah. The red one it deals three damage. That's what red is about. Right. Now the white one you healing self. Gain, you, gain you either life. gain three life or prevent three damage. Yeah. You gain life, which is what the white is so all about. White, yeah. Green you give a creature plus three plus three to their growth, strength. Yeah. And, yeah. So and that's what green is all about. Big beefy creatures. Yep. The black one, which we'll get into, we can get into this all later. It, you gain three black mana. Dark ritual. Yeah, but that's not black. Isn't really about gaining. No, mana. it's not. And that's, that's dark that's, ritual is one of the only cards in black that really does that. Uh -huh. um, and that's just because at the time they didn't really have. They looked at black that way, where it was. I mean, dark ritual. Like if you take take the fact that it gives you three black mana, pretend that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. The card itself seems like a black card. Yes, dark it's, ritual. It, yes, right, it's a black so, name, like and whatnot. Yeah. What were they going to do? I guess the only thing that could have been different would have been like, oh, target creature destroy a target creature or, or something. something like but that. but see, yeah. that's not three. So you'd be like, oh, minus three, minus three. But then at the time, that wasn't really a big thing. They weren't mm -hmm. doing minus and minus. And True, they yeah. were, but not really. But and then otherwise, it was seeming like lightning bolt. Because mm. Lightning Bolt could already do that, right? True. So they yeah. they just kind of decided, well, Black will be the... It'll give you mana. Okay. Yeah, just, yeah, and they got away sense. from that later on. They didn't really ever do much of that with Black anymore. That became like a red and green type thing to be gaining yeah. uh, mana and stuff like that. But um, well, that's something we didn't talk about with Red. Uh, Red's good at the, um, the explosive, yeah. exploding mana pretty quickly, yeah, too. There's a lot small, of there's spikes. a lot of cards in Red that let you spend like a mana or two to get three. So you can mm -hmm. like... It's good early at on, mana. get extra mana early on, or like, yeah. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, so the black one is kind of off, but at the time it made sense, and that's what black appeared to be doing at that time. Sure, yeah. And also Dark Ritual is just a busted card. So, oh, it is. Yeah. But yeah, that was just a little yeah. sidebar that I kind of thought of. I just, yeah. always found it strange. We could talk about that later. All of the other ones, they all were very their colors, but the black one was just kind of an outlier. Sure. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's about uh, for, for red, but um, what do you want to move on to next? We have... Like you just said, there we have black, green, and white. How about the? Unless you want to also talk about colorless. Uh, well, you can get into maybe that's not part of the. Color we can do that. Anymore. It's not part of the color pie. We'll do the sep We'll do that a separate episode because <laughs> okay. I got a lot to say about artifacts <laughs> and colorless. Sure. Um, about uh, white. Sure, I love white. Sound good. I know you blue. Like white. I like how you pick blue and white for me. Well, sure. What My is... favorite color combination. Uh, you like yeah. White. So yeah, white. I hate white. <laughs> white is the hardest one for me to explain. I think it 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 it, it you can look at it a couple ways. White is all about amassing like an army of soldiers and, 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 and treating them almost in a way like Red would treat their creatures. Um, they don't really care about them a whole lot. They kind of look at it as just a big quantity of creatures, and then you can... No, this is really how White acts. Well, yeah, white, does, white looks at it as an army and doesn't treat them as individual soldiers, so like they don't care if like 10 of the 15 get destroyed. True. Well, white's so, also better at protecting their correct, army. Correct. Yeah, but we're, red is just kind of like go. But white, white doesn't. <laughs> but white actually doesn't mm -hmm. care. It's kind of funny because white you think of like as the holy color, but in a way they're kind of uh, 
I don't know. I mean, hypocritical. That's just how white works. Sense, it, I guess. Yeah. Like Elspeth, uh, the planeswalker, she makes uh, one one uh, soldier tokens. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. Is she's just command. She's just sending out soldiers mm-hmm. to defend and protect her. Defend her. Yeah. yeah. Um, white's really good at gaining life, um, removing creatures via exiling, removing them from the game. They don't go to the discard pile. They actually get sent out of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the way white usually removes creatures. It also destroys creatures. Um, yes. But it has a lot of exiling creatures and permanences, other types of uh, in-play things as well. Yeah, um, and, and that is relevant because there's yeah. not a whole lot of exi- yeah, most of the exile stuff is so. All in like white. the one thing white can't do is it can't draw a card to save its life. There's like nothing. Yeah, there's not almost really. nothing in white to draw cards. There's inherent card draw or like or like pseudo card draw, I should say. Like cards like uh, Stoneforge Mystic, where when it comes into play, it's a it's a two mana one two creature that when it comes mm-hmm. into play, you can look in your deck for an equipment card and put it into your hand so it's kind of like drawing a card and almost better in a way because that's what you're doing it's with your deck you get to pick the card you card. want yeah. yeah and then like enlightened but with them yeah. yeah but that doesn't draw you a card it just puts on top of your deck so, true yeah but that's the thing white can't draw a card to save its life um and that's one of its inherent drawbacks that's why i think white and blue pair so well together in my opinion mm-hmm. and it's my favorite color combination they work off of each blue other. keeps the it opponent misses. from doing things uh, and draws cards to keep our our uh, our, our pool of actions huge. Mm-hmm. And white catches anything that got through. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want, white could be the aggressive part of your deck, or it could just be helping to remove things that got through. Um, and white tends to be the color that wins the game more than blue, actually. Because blue doesn't have too many ways to win the game on its own, unless you're playing blue creatures, which I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> um, blue creatures tend to be very... They're always like there's very there's almost no blue creatures that have a stronger attack and defense slash power toughness than their mana cost. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them are like seven mana sphinxes that have like four power four five, and five. Yeah, yeah five. but they do something when they come in, which mm-hmm. is beneficial. But anyway, but like white tends to be the stronger, bigger creatures than than blue, um, and that's why I think they they contrast very well together. They are allied colors, so. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's definitely one of the strongest color combinations. Also, for me, white's opinion. just solely removing I things. I think uh, yeah. red green is also, and when we start talking about green, I can go expand more into it. But I, uh, me personally, I think red green is also one of the strongest color combinations. Sure, um, because they also take care of each other's strengths and weaknesses really well. But um, yeah, no, with with I, I don't I hate white. It's my least favorite color. I think it's the okay. we- I think it's the weakest color in the game, like by itself. So it kind of is argued that overall, on a, on just looking at the colors by themselves, that white kind of is mm-hmm. the worst. But I think it becomes one of the best when you pair it if with you pair it certain off colors. Like, with, I, like yeah. I said, for example, again, I'll say blue white. I think is a great combination. Mm-hmm. Um, black white seems like a great combination too to many people. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's because like, like black can also gain life. It's it, it, it's it, it black usually pays life. It, well, that's why it works usually. so well with white yeah. because okay, usually. I'm paying this life, but the the white's gonna get it back for me. So sure, yeah, I mean that's mm. that's a very like layman term. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Um, yeah, white white's on its own tends to be the weakest color overall. I think because even like decks that are only blue tend to have ways to win the game without needing much help if they really need to. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Mono and the red by itself is really good. Black by itself is really good. Green by itself is really good. White by itself, that's not. It always. tends to be one it of the weakest. Be. Yeah, not so much. I mean, there are mono. There are only white decks. Like in Legacy, there's Death and Taxes, which is a white only deck. But the only mm-hmm. reason it stands on its own like that because it 
it does what I guess this is something I should talk about with white. White taxes the hell out of the opponent. It mm-hmm. makes them do. It makes sometimes it's symmetrical between both of you. It might affect both of you, but it just it makes the white, game harder yeah, to play. White mm-hmm. the white deck in Legacy a lot. It makes it harder for your opponent to play the game. It makes them pay more for their stuff. It makes it so they can't do certain things. It lock. It tries to lock them down. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it prevents people from drawing extra cards. Sometimes it prevents them from casting too many things in a turn. It tends to be very controlling, like blue does, but in a completely different way. Yeah. Um, instead one of just thing, telling uh, you no, it just makes you pay more or not be able to do something at all. So. Also, one thing I've always given white, it's very good at getting out of sticky situations. Sure. With, yeah. like, because it has, like... Well, it has all of its board wipes. Because it has bombs. Like, it has, yeah. you know, it has Wrath of God. And it, yep. has, it has lots of board wipes. It has lots of ways of just, if it's staring down a big, giant issue... It it usually tends to like it can easily get away you know to 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 get, um, to get around yeah. it. To get I mean, if there's it. an issue that's already taken, like in the, you know, it, you're assuming you're not playing blue or assuming you are, but it, mm-hmm. it got through and you weren't able to stop it. Um, yeah, I mean, white's probably one of the colors besides black that would probably be able to get itself out of that situation. Mm-hmm. The easiest, the easiest. But that doesn't help a lot in in situations where they aren't doing a big thing. That's why it's, like, like, it's, yeah. it's a strength and it's a weakness because yeah, it's really good at kind of just bombing its way out of a tough situation. Sure, but then it doesn't. It can't usually capitalize after right. it does that. It's just kind of like okay, I'm just gonna blow everything up and right. okay, well your turn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's go ahead huge. And rebuild, like, go ahead and rebuild. <laughs> you, you cast one card from your hand to destroy three or four of their cards. I mean, you're mm-hmm. kind of winning that game at that point. Like sure. you're, you're ahead in that battle, but. Um, the fact that, and that's the only way white really does get like advantage card wise over the opponent because it can't draw cards. Mm-hmm. So you can't just gain more cards than your opponent. You have to take theirs away in that regard by blowing up their creatures or their permanents or whatever. Um, now a favorite white card dude has. Yeah. Swords of Plushers. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you like the one mana cards, huh? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, like so you one. think swords is better than path. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Path to Exile's literally just have them gain Path to Exile is baby's first source of plowshares. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. It was literally people in in modern complaining that they probably wanted a, or extended at the time. I guess mm. that they needed something extended. Similar. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Giving your opponent land in, in a in a format like Legacy is a horrible idea. Horrible, horrible um, idea. <laughs> there was a time where I played one path in my Miracles deck because I wanted the fifth copy of Swords, which you can't have more than four. So I played one path in my sideboard. Um, to bring in, in like the elves matchups or the like Delver matchups. Or, yeah, yeah. Like, when uh, I needed to remove creatures constantly, but yeah, swords. I you can have all the life you want because when I ultimate Jason Mind Sculptor, I don't care if you're yeah, hundred life. Yeah, I don't care if you're hundred life. So I've had I, I've had the sword <laughs> a merit lage token multiple times in one game. It, yeah. it happens, you know. So. And for, the, for those of you who don't know, we we're talking about it's it, the two cards we were referring to as Swords to Plowshares and Path to Exile. They're very very similar because they're both uh, they co- they cost one white mana. And they exile a creature. Yep. And Source of Plowshares, uh, after you exile the creature, the opponent gains life equal to what was it, the creature's power, Correct. right? Yes. The, the power. Whatever the power of the creature was, like the attack power of the creature that was exiled. And then Path to Exile, after it exiles the creature, the opponent is allowed to search through their library to get a basic land card and yeah. bring it out into the battlefield. Tapped, mind you, but they can't use still, it right away. That's still huge, though. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like going up in mana in Magic is huge. It's Path, always huge. Like literally, when I play Modern and I have like Path to Exile on my deck, I'm just like, why am I not playing Legacy? I wish this was Swords. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just you're giving your opponent Path to Exile is one of those cards I hate playing because mm-hmm. giving your opponent lands in many situations. See, like gaining your opponent gaining life off Swords is almost never relevant. Mm-hmm. Almost never relevant in Modern. 
playing Path to Exile and giving them a land is like half the time relevant. That's really bad because like you you could lose a game because you gave your opponent land. Oh yeah. So you take away one of their time. creatures, but now you just gave them an extra mana that they didn't have, mm -hmm. and now they're ahead of you and able to cast bigger. If they're a deck that's casting big things, you are in a bad spot. I. It's fine. Pat's fine. It's just a fixed Swords of Flash. Yeah, yeah. Um, Although I don't think Swords is broken by any means, but I guess they no, felt it was no, too powerful it's... to ever print it into a format like Modern. So. Sure. But, but, and that's um, fair. But I uh, Sun Titan is actually my favorite white card. Yeah. Um, I love the whole the whole Titan block. Mm -hmm. when they I, 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 like really, I really enjoyed those. I like those. the blue one. <laughs> the, one, the, one the one that no one played. <laughs> I like Frost Titan. He I like Frost Titan, he too. He taps stuff down. Yes, yeah. I, I mean, in, in standard at the time, no one really played him, but uh, I like, I like uh, Sun Titan. <laughs> He, um, He's the one that brings just, things back from the, from the graveyard. Yeah, converting mana costs three or less from your graveyard straight to the battlefield. That's an odd choice, too, for a white card. Like well, because back in the day, uh, when it first came out, one of the greatest things was, okay, uh, a few turns ago, I played an Oblivion Ring and I got mm. rid of something. Then you blew up my Oblivion Ring. Okay, I'll play Sun Titan. I'll bring my Oblivion Ring back from the graveyard. That's great, and then yeah. Oblivion. It's just, that's uh, more of like a black else. thing. Black's real big on bringing things back from the grave. Mm -hmm. White does have some stuff like that, but it's usually not that... that you don't see it that impactful. often. Yeah. 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 Um, that's cool. Yeah, Sun Titan's awesome. Oh, I love Sun Titan. Yeah. I just don't okay, like green, green or black? What do you want to move to? You talk about... You don't like Your green. choice. Green. Green? Yeah. Good. I love green. Elves! <laughs> Elves, yes. Um, I'll let you talk so, about green. So, uh, green, um, for lack of a... I don't really have many adjectives to describe green, but um, it's, it's about... Uh, nature and the wild creatures big wild powerful creatures in nature and it's it's all about swarming the board with big giant things that like to stomp all over smaller things and deal big burst amounts of damage and uh one of the um we haven't really talked about many keywords in magic but there's a keyword that we can talk about pretty that. much always if you see it on a card 99% of the time, it's going to be a green card. It's called Trample. Yeah. and uh, There are red cards that have Trample. Yes, but 99% um, of the time, it's going to be a green card. Yeah. And Trample just means that normally when you attack someone with a creature in Magic, if they use one of their own creatures to block your creature's attack, they just kind of they fight each other. One dies, one doesn't, and that's the end of it. Yeah, it but with green, they have Trample. The big giant green monster says, okay, well, I'm going to stomp all over you and also still yeah. deal damage whatever the toughness while I'm attacking. Is, whatever the toughness is of the defending creature, it's like life. Mm -hmm. So when the creature that has 10 power attacks and you, you block that big 10 power with like 5 toughness, uh, and, they, and that 10 power has trample... It deals five to the creature, kills it, and then the other five still gets dealt to the to the to the player that tried to block. Yeah, that's what's um, so powerful about yeah. trample. And it happens in red too. Some red creatures have trample as well. Mm -hmm. More, it's most common in green, but yeah, uh, green's big. Did you say ramping already? Oh no, that was no. the other thing I was going to get. Well, okay. What the one of the biggest strengths about green is it's very good at gaining a whole bunch of mana. Yeah, gaining lands, gaining uh, extra creatures mana very that quickly. Tap for mana. Yep. Because yeah. all those big creatures that green has. They're very. They tend to be pretty expensive creatures, mana wise. So you want to be able to capitalize and get these big creatures out as fast as you can. Definitely. So you ramp, and you that, that's what yeah. we refer to in Magic as ramping. Yeah. Is, is when you gain up, more mana, gain more mana yeah. quickly than you should. More than you should. More have. than the one land per turn that you usually get access right. to. You let you know that's and it's very very good at that. What's interesting to note about uh, green is that um, it's a nature color. It it cares about nature. 
Um, the elves are a perfect example of that. Um, mm. So green t green tends to destroy things like artifacts and enchantments because they're not natural. Mm -hmm. So they have very good ability with destroying artifacts and enchantments. I never thought about that either. Yeah, that's that literally right. it because, because artifacts are unnatural, <laughs> unnatural and, things, and yeah. enchantments are unnatural things. Mm -hmm. So they, they destroy it because it's kind of like a, a, how the Americans treat things. Like, oh, we don't understand it, so kill it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They don't believe it should exist. They don't. So they, they're very. There's plenty of green cards that destroy artifacts and or enchantments. Oh yeah, tons. Especially both at the same. Sometimes destroy either both or at the same or time. both. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, green tends to be hate hateful towards flying things, things that fly. They consider that unnatural in many ways as well. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of green cards that are dealing damage to flying creatures. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of green cards have an ability called reach, which allows them to block a creature that has flying. It allows them to be able to reach that creature to block it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because normally so, if a creature attacks that has flying, you can't block it yeah. unless the other creature you're blocking with has flying or, reach or the ability to There's reach. very few creatures in green that have flying. The only one that comes to mind is Hornet Queen because it's a bee. Does Birds of Paradise have flying? It does. That's but that was, again, <laughs> see, that was printed back in Alpha. So... Mm -hmm. The, the colors at the time weren't really understood or, or yeah. they didn't have a plan out. So that was just another fluke. But Hornet Queen was printed with, in, with Color Pie in mind. It's very odd that they, they don't usually print flying green cards stuff. with flying. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, very... Because green does not like flying. Uh, they just they kill it. <laughs> they don't kill like flyers. It. Is it flying? Uh, kill it. <laughs> yeah. Kill, kill it with green doesn't... Feet. Green only is really able to damage creatures with flying. They, they can't mm. really destroy or, dist or deal damage to regular creatures um, mm -hmm. unless they're flying so which is very unique but yeah green green is normally best when it, it it almost plays like i play elves in modern in the format called modern and elves is basically just a almost it's a green deck that really just plays like a red deck yeah it, it's a, it uses it's, it's ramp yeah it plays ex creatures that tap for mana so i'm able to go do things a lot quicker because i can basically cast all the stuff in my hand and empty my hand and just swing at my opponent. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't even think about it. Like, I'm just all in almost all the time, just aggressive attack, attack, kill, kill, kill. Mm -hmm. um, which is very similar to how red normally plays, but um, it's just a side effect for the way that green kind of ended up being similar to red in that way, where it tends to be either really aggressive or just play really big things that beat your face in. Yeah, so, that's, that's the yeah. other thing. What we've been talking about, we say how what the strong things that each of the colors can do. Don't think that other colors can't also do those yeah, things. Yeah, like, like white and black can both destroy they destroy yeah. and get rid of things, but they do it in different ways, or mm. some have easier or better access at doing or it. better at it than others. Yeah. yeah, like green can destroy flying creatures, but that's about it. It doesn't. It doesn't have any abilities that destroy regular creatures. Whereas mm. white can just destroy everything. Yeah, green can still do it, but only flyers, so mm. it's not as good at it. But it can do it. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's that's I just it. also thing. I feel like out of all of the colors. For like starting out magic players, I feel like green is probably one of the easiest colors to start yeah, besides playing red. with. Yeah, green and red. Red they're, red's they're both, usually the easiest, but green could be as well. They're both and, and what I wanted to touch on before about that, I think that green and red are such a good color combination because what I said before about how red what it wants to do is it wants to deal all that damage really, really quickly. And when another thing that green is really good at is 
like that card I mentioned earlier, Giant Growth, give a creature plus three, plus three. It's good at making creatures also stronger. Oh, that's true. Like yeah. burst out green, of the thing. Green, green has a lot of pump spells, as they're called. Mm -hmm. where they, you, you spend a card from your hand to give your creature increased attack and Stats defense. For the yeah, turn. power toughness. Red so, can do it similarly as well, mm -hmm. but a little differently. Red tends to be more just about power. Mm -hmm. It doesn't it doesn't tend to pump your creature's toughness much. Um, but, and that's uh, why I yeah. think green complements red so well because it, does, yeah. it, it helps red do its job. They are faster and better than it's already than it already does. They are allied colors. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, green and red go really well together. Because uh, I don't think red does much for green. No, green it's does more because I think blue does a lot for white. And green is a lot for red. That's most, not really most, like the other way around. Most though. green red decks tend <laughs> to be like green is going to give you more mana quicker than you should, mm -hmm. and the red is going to do all the all the actual like here we're going to kill you doing this or that. Yeah. And green just makes red faster. Yes, or gives red it already is. allows red <laughs> to cast bigger things, which it normally doesn't do. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean the green just complements red's game plan really. Um, there's a green red deck called Ponza that used to be a thing. It was mm -hmm. it would basically just ramp into. Uh, bigger stuff that's literally the epitome of what i was just saying but mm -hmm. yeah it would just allow you to try to cast bigger things turns earlier than you normally would to catch your opponent off guard etc etc sure sure yeah, yeah. green is uh yeah, very cool. very uh, phenomenal i normally play so. blue white but in modern i play elves mm -hmm. i love green green and of course the other color that i play in elves is a splash that complements green almost well really. first off favorite green card oh i'm sorry uh, elvish mystic Oh, yeah, that's yeah. solid one. Well, slash land land you, elf, slash so, Finmore elves. So. Arbor elf is no arbor is elf. That, sucks. Is that really? Yeah, arbor elf sucks. Can you can you can't, th you can't is, think of any situation where an arbor elf would be better than a land elf? Oh sure, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. can well because arbor elf lets you instead of just giving you a green when you tap it, it lets you untap untap one of your, a forest your forest. Yeah. So you can put like enchantments on your forest that make it tap for more mana. Exactly. But no, our, the problem is arbor <laughs> elf is an activated ability that people can respond to. I don't do that. That's true. So if I tap Arbor Elf and target like my my stomping ground or my Taiga uh, or whatever my Cinderglade, uh, they can respond and that's problematic. So we don't. That's want that. true. Yeah, no Arbor Elf is cool, but no, there are situations where he's better. But like in an mm -hmm. Elf deck, no, he's no good. You don't want that. Gotcha. Uh, Elvish Mystic slash Lanor Elf slash Finhorn Elf. Uh, Leatherback Balath, straight up. Sure. It's a it's Steel a League champions no, are no, nothing nothing like <laughs> special about it, but just three green mana for a four five beat stick is just. Steel League champions strictly better. How so? Uh, three, oh, three, three green mana for a, a five four with can't be blocked by creatures with power two or less. I prefer the one on the the butt rather than the face. I prefer the four five over the five four actually. Me personally. Yeah, but it can't be blocked by creatures with power two or less. Sure, but I just I prefer the extra. You're insane. No, I prefer the extra point on the butt. We, no, we, we're talking about green wants to beat your face in with big creatures. You want to have the extra. Oh, player. that's a big enough creature. A four five. Yeah. For the same mana cost, you 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 would take a four five with no ability. Over a 5-4 yes. with a good ability. Yes, I would. All right, we're moving on to black. <laughs> Let's move on to black then. Because that's the color that complements my elf deck so well. It does. Even though it's an enemy color of green. Uh, Pat, you want to... You uh, sometime, sometimes enemies work really well together. They, they, they tend to be better than the allied half the mm -hmm. time. Except in blue-white. Blue-white mm -hmm. tends to be the best allied color. So, um, yeah, black uh, for the most part, it's, it's about draining life and killing things and death and bringing things back to life from the grave it's it's mm -hmm. very like you know it's a gloomy kind of like aspect to the color black black tends to do almost everything best when it's paying life to do it mm -hmm. it bring it can draw cards but you have to pay life it can bring things back from the grave. But you might have to pay. But you life. might have to pay a life. Yes. You know, it, um, it, but it, it can, can yeah. bring cards from your any card you want from your deck right to your hand. True. And, uh, it, sometimes it costs life, like Vampiric Tutor or whatever. Sure. 
Actually, um, ironically, most of the time it, it doesn't. Most of the time, like it doesn't. Uh, Infernal it, Tutor, just mm-hmm. you can you just have to have Hellbent. You can tutor. Demonic Tutor, you just get yeah. it. Demonic mm-hmm. Tutor, you just put it in your hand. Dark Petition, you Diabolic Tutor, you just get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dark Petition lets you tutor, but then you get three mana back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, but yeah, Vampiric Tutor, you have to pay two life. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, black, blacks, black can be aggressive. Um, it can be very. It tends aggressive to be best at zombies and vampires. It complements white and blue very well. Um, very, very well, in my opinion, because of its ability to. It, it kind of it works with white in a weird way, even though they're enemy colors. They allow you to. They both deal with creatures and stuff by removing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, black tends to do it in different ways. Yeah, white, white tends to exile, black tends to destroy. Yeah, white, white destroys and exiles, and black kind of always just destroys. Mm-hmm. Um, but black can uh, give things like minus minus. Mm-hmm. So like you can destroy a creature. It drains the life out of things. Yes, yeah, yes. basically, yeah. Rather than um, just like shooting something, it'll black, suck all the blood out of it. I think it's black. <laughs> like one of the best cards, in my opinion, ever printed, uh, Vindicate. Mm-hmm. Um, just destroy target permanent. Yeah, it's black, white, and one. Um, that that really shows those colors right there, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. Just destroys anything—a land, a creature, an enchantment, a planeswalker, uh, an artifact. Um, very powerful. Yeah, it's anything that yeah. just sits on. I maybe on I'm exaggerating. Board. I think I think it's one of the best. Cards no, I think it's definitely one probably of in my top twenty at least. Um, Vindicate, yeah, yeah, sure. very powerful card. Yeah, extremely um, powerful. Anguished on making black, white, and one. Uh, similar exiles instead of destroys, mm-hmm. but then you lose three life because of the black. <laughs> So That's what black does. Cards that multi. I'm just going to chime this in real quick. The cards that have more than one color tend to really sometimes literally show it. Yeah. Like, like anguished I'm making it, it. The white part of the card is what exiles the permanent, mm-hmm. and then the black mm-hmm. part is what drains your drains life. your life. Yeah. yeah. Um, electrolyze blue red and one deals two damage divided as you choose among any number of targets, and then you draw a card. Mm-hmm. So the red part of the card deals, deals damage, damage, and the, the blue, blue part lets you draw a card. The card. Yeah, yes. sometimes they're really literal like that, which I like. But anyway, a lot of times they're super yeah. literal. But anyway, like yeah, that. black yeah. black's pretty awesome. I mean, I it's the if I ever not that I I wouldn't do this, but if I was ever going to play a third color with a blue white deck, it would be black mm-hmm. um, most of the time. My favorite aspect of black is recurring from the graveyard. Sure, yeah. If you're playing like life. zombies, like like it, mm-hmm. we never really talk much about tribes. Uh, red has goblins and orcs. Um, green green has elves, elves and beasts and stuff. Uh, white, white has, has like soldiers, angels warriors. and soldiers and warriors. Yeah, and, and knights. Um, blue is the, the hardest has, one. It has like illusions. Elementals, illusions. Elementals, yeah. Some sphinxes. other colors have elementals, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. Blue's creatures are basically sphinxes, yeah. Yeah, sphinxes. Fucking sphinx. <laughs> they have a lot of sphinxes. There's the fucking, uh, what's the... Magister sphinx. Yeah, no, there's the... Consecrated sphinx. Sphinx of the steel sphinx wind. Sphinx of steel wind. Yeah. Sphinx of the... <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's, a, lot, there's yeah. a lot of sphinxes anyway, in blue. But black tends to have, like, zombies. Um, it has... Vampires. Uh, vampires, thank you. Yeah, white has vampires, too, ironically, and mm-hmm. so does red. Red and black are allied colors. They go very well together. Uh, there are red vampires, black vampires. Mm-hmm. Um... My buddy Mike loves vampires. Fucking loves them. Oh, I love vampires uh, too. It was yeah. my first standard format deck. Was yeah. black red vampires. Vampires is awesome. It was so powerful. I mean, he just built he built like a a knight deck that was really good too. Yeah. So it was like a black black red knights, I think. Yeah. But black's, anyway, black's also pretty. Uh, it's fairly black decent. Has gain, it can gain life too, actually, yeah. fairly decently on its own. It's not just like draining life, but it's also pretty. Yeah, black can. It can it I can mean, there's literally a card well. called drain life. Yeah. It's like black and X or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, your and opponent loses life and you gain yeah, life. Yeah, whatever you lose. pay into it, you they lose that much, you gain that much. Mm-hmm. You can target creatures with it too and you gain life. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, there's some really good. Black likes to tear people's hands apart. It allows you to, black. Black Strip does the. Hands, yeah. So while blue wants to gain knowledge, black wants to go into your brain and take that knowledge away from you. Yeah. Kind of. Not necessarily um, gain it themselves, but right. just to they just take, take it, it away, away from, from you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of black cards involve players revealing their hand to you. And you getting um, rid of something. Which is interesting because you're almost gaining knowledge that way. Oh, yeah. Which is something that blue wants to do. Mm-hmm. But black kind of gains knowledge in that different way by being invasive and mm-hmm. sometimes stealing, but not most of the time not. Um, red's, uh, by the way, red's really good at stealing things. And, along with, and blue's very good at stealing things. Blue likes to... That's one way blue can kind of remove things. You actually take them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but red can sometimes do that too on, on, on a slight basis as well. Uh, act of treason. Yes. Yeah, enthralling <laughs> Victor, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, act of treason's a good example. Uh, treachery is the blue card. You yeah. just permanently gain control of it. You enchant mm-hmm. it and you take it. But anyway. I'll take yoink. Yep. Yeah, it's broke, it's broke. <laughs> I'll take that. And you untap five lanes. Fucking busted. Um, <laughs> Best, best best stealing spell ever. Best control spell, yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Best, yeah, best stealing thing ever. Anyway, um, black kind of gains knowledge by invading your opponent's mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he said, you're not stealing anything. You're just getting rid getting of it. Getting rid of so, it. Yeah. yeah, black's really good at that. The zombies and like recurring. Uh, there's a lot of strategies that, that black in, does where it involves like purposely putting like a big creature in the graveyard and then reanimating it with a card called reanimate yeah reanimate or uh, animate dead, grave, or, yeah. dead. Yeah. Uh, what's the what's the kamigawa one that they play in modern Gorio's uh, vengeance Gorio's uh, yeah, vengeance return dread, to legendary dread return dread return yeah black likes graveyard shenanigans mm-hmm. uh, green kind of does too sometimes uh, green goes it well does. green goes well with black when it comes to like decks that are doing graveyard focused life things. of alone Yes, Life from the Loam. A lot of green mm-hmm. cards have dredge, so you can mm-hmm. return them from your graveyard to your Another hand instead key, of drawing. It's a keyword that really yeah. deals with the graveyard. Yeah. Yes. And it's only really on green and black creatures, to my knowledge. I don't think there's any dredge cards that are out of those colors. No. Uh, there's cards that work with dredge. Well, like, sure, yeah. Like they play like red, of other colors. They play red co- red cards in dredge because mm-hmm. red cards a lot. Oh, red does... By the way, red draws cards. Yes, it does. But it, it the price you pay with red drawing cards is you discard cards. Mm-hmm. So, like... What is it? A uh, tormenting Faithless voice. Faithless looting and Faithless looting voice. is yep one red uh, sorcery. You draw two, then discard. Discard two. two. Yeah. Uh, tormenting voice is two mana, a uh, red and one, right? Mm-hmm. And you discard a card as an additional cost to cast it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you draw. Yes. Yeah. Draw two cards. Um, so red, by yeah. the way, we didn't talk about that. It's kind of important. So red red enabled the dredge players to have their draw, mm-hmm. and then purposely get rid of things in their graveyard, which that they, they wanted want to in the graveyard. Right. Exactly. But anyway. Um, what, yeah. would you, what would you say Black's like biggest weakness is? Because they can't I, deal with enchantments. Yeah, they can't deal with enchantments at all mm-hmm. for the most part. Like on its own. In fact, there's a card coming out in the new set, Throne of or uh, Theros Beyond Death, mm-hmm. that actually is the. I think it might be one of the only Black cards that actually has the ability for making your opponent sacrifice either a creature or you can make them sacrifice an enchantment. Really? Yes. Wow. So that is huge I love it. For black. it that, that's even still on black. It's not destroying the enchantment. Right. You make it's them just sacrifice. making them get rid of By it. By the way, black yeah. does that a lot too, where you sacrifice stuff, mm-hmm. creatures and Forcing things. Forcing a sacrifice. Yeah. Yes, yeah. to do things. So you sacrifice mm-hmm. a creature to Viserysir's ability. Mm-hmm. You can describe one where you look at the top card of your deck, you can either leave it there or put it on the bottom. Yeah, Fleshbag um, Marauder comes a lot into of, play. A lot Everybody of has black, to sacrifice uh, a creature. Right, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. A lot of black, there are black draw spells that instead of paying life, you'll sack a creature instead. Mm-hmm. There's black. Just spells that kill creatures that make you sack a creature also is part of the cost. Yeah. I think, uh, and there's some black spells that just make everyone sack stuff. Like, I think, isn't Innocent Blood, like, each player sacks a creature or something like that? Um, Diabolic Edict. Diabolic is Edict target. is your opponent. Opponent sacks a creature. Or maybe it might be target Innocent player. Blood is, like, one black 
I think it's everybody's like sorcery and it's everyone's yeah, sex yeah. creature. Yeah. Uh, uh, Black's really big on making people like you. You're paying something to do something. Yeah. Like you're not everything just going to get something. Everything yeah. comes with a cost. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Greatness at any cost. Mm-hmm. Is that? A, is that? A... I'm sure someone said that's that. That's a somewhere. key. No, it's a key. That's a flavor text on a card, isn't it? I'm sure it is. There's a million. <laughs> I know nope. Castro knows. Castro, if you're out there listening to this, please text me and tell me what it was. <laughs> Greatness at any cost. I feel like Greatness I should know Greatness at any cost. I feel like yeah, I should I know. Do you think it's a black card? No, I don't know. It okay. must be. It has to be. Either that or red. It sounds blackish. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, cool. So, um, what's yeah, your favorite black card? My favorite black card. Um, it's <sighs> come back to me. What's yours? I gotta think for a second. Mine. What's your favorite black? What card? do you think my favorite black card is? Dark Ritual, probably. I don't know. Close. No, no. I say close because it's old. But... Damnation. No. Reanimate. Contract from below. Contract from below. That's a, <laughs> that's a good choice too. Um, Curly just picks his one mana spells all the time. <laughs> Always the one. The mana best spell. draw spell in Magic. I'd say uh, Will the Wisp because oh, yeah, I, you still, love that I still think that's the greatest blocker in all of Magic. Better than Fogbank. Yep, can't can't beat it. It's you sure it's better it's than Fogbank? Greatest Fog Bank. blocker, cannot beat it. I think Fogbank's one of the best blockers. <laughs> it's a good blocker. It's definitely. <laughs> it doesn't um, receive damage. And then uh, the wait, wall, is Will the Wisp one black? Will the Wisp is one black for a zero one. Zero one flyer, one black to regenerate. Mm. It's best. Isn't blocker. Wall of Denial best better? blocker? Wall of No. Wall of Denial. Wall of Denial. <laughs> it's the Wall of No, man. It was like a zero eight. Yep. Shroud defen- flying, shroud defender. flying defender. <laughs> yeah, and it costs like four mana. Three mana. Three, white, blue, and one. White, blue, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty good. Too. Other than Wall of Omens, it's like the best wall. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty good too. Wall of Blossoms mm-hmm. is good too. Anyway, uh, yeah. Oh, that's the thing too. There's there's walls in all colors of magic mm-hmm. for some fucking reason. Um, yeah, they, they can't. Pil- they can't attack. Forts. Pillow forts is a thing. Yeah, pillow forts. Yeah. Oh, that's a thing too. Uh, white, uh, because of the taxing effects, it tends to have a few things that help prevent your opponents from attacking you. Mm-hmm. Um, like moat uh, keeps flyer only flying creatures can attack because they can't get across the moat unless they're mm-hmm. flying. Um, and There's... cards like ghostly prison. Um, and force your opponent to pay mana, pay mana to, to attack, attack you. you. Um, and sphere of safety is white as well, mm-hmm. uh, which is similar. Um, and blue has propaganda, but I think that's. That's an odd one. Um, yeah, I guess you use mind a, tricks. Yeah, yeah. I guess the the flavor is like well, you're using mind tricks to like. Yeah, but like tax always, your opponent. I always thought propaganda is a very like well because you're brainwashing placed them. blue card, well, especially the name. You're brainwashing them. Yeah, to not attack you. That's the sure. whole point. Yeah, <laughs> you're using you're using propaganda to persuade them not attack you. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the thing with blue is it's tri- blue can almost be trickery. It is trickery. Yeah. yeah. Like Jace, Jace is the iconic blue uh, mascot, basically, Planeswalker. Mm-hmm. And his whole thing was he, he's able to, well, sculpt people's minds. Mm-hmm. Um, Make him see stuff that ain't there. What was the, there was like the story with him, I guess it was Alhamra, it was like his teacher. Mm-hmm. But Alhamra was kind of evil. He, he had his own agenda. Like, agenda. Yeah. His own hidden And Alhamra tried to get into Jace's mind. Yeah, and Jace didn't like that very and much. And Jace actually fought back, right? And, like, mm-hmm. prevented him, basically. Like, pulled some, oh, he overpowered He pulled him. some, like, Voldemort-Harry Potter combo shit going yeah, on. Yeah, he overpowered him. Yeah. Some um, occulency. Like, he invented yeah. that shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> but that, and that's when he turned into Telepath Unbound, mm-hmm. Planeswalker. Um, and then, when was Mind Sculptor? Well, that was Zendikar. That was Zendikar. Or Worldwake. That, that was, well, it was Worldwake. So what Wake, happened but... on Zendikar that turned him into a Mind Sculptor? Uh, it was the, uh, I forget power? the exact event that happened, but um, that story it, 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 for, it forced him to, 
change how he went about situations with them okay. because before that he wasn't always about invading minds right. and taking control of them the way that he had to but when the Eldrazi he, came out that's right okay they kind of he, it forced him to go about things so he has a, he was, in new ways he was offensively be, sculpting people's yes, minds because yeah. of how dangerously and powerful the Eldrazi right, were right, right. it forced him to try and you know adapt and start using his powers in different ways that's interesting yeah, Jace is definitely an interesting character. Yeah, he's, but, got, he's got too enough, many Planeswalkers. Enough rambling about that. Planeswalkers is for another episode. Right? <laughs> so, uh, all right, well, uh, thanks for sticking with us on this new episode. We're going to be uh, bringing in some more um, info on Magic the Gathering over sure. the next few episodes. But uh, that's the color pie for now. And um, we're stay-at-home nerds, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace out.